Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'm going to be talking about forgiveness after narcissistic abuse. I'd like to begin with a quote that summarizes just how incredibly difficult it is to forgive somebody who has abused you. The quote goes as follows. You never know how strong you are until you have to forgive someone who wasn't sorry and accept an apology you never received. I'm going to go into the details of why it's so difficult to forgive your abuser. But first, a definition of forgiveness by psychologists who refer to as forgiveness being a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserved forgiveness or not. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting, nor does it mean condoning or excusing offenses. Now, abuse victims often make the mistake of forgiving their abuser before actually identifying and realizing the extent of the abuse and mistreatment or the damage done. What this causes is for the abuser to continuously go back to the abuser and letting the abuse continue. This may come after the abuser apologizes and promises to never abuse again, perhaps love bombing the victim into looking past mistreatment and making excuses for them, for their behavior. In doing so, however, it essentially is just giving the narcissistic abuser another shot at abusing, and this time even more slyly. It makes sure that the abuse isn't caught onto this getting away with, thus getting away with more abuse, only this time more covertly trapping them further into the relationship. Forgiveness in this case is extremely dangerous and in a sense ultimately enables the abuse. Forgiveness is often preached by religious teachers, spiritual gurus, as letting go of past misdeeds and accepting one's shortcomings as we all are human and are subject to human error. I see forgiveness differently. Forgiveness is letting go of the experience without judgment and seeing how it taught you to be a stronger and more independent person. In doing so, you take away your power from the perpetrator and allow full responsibility for your life. This is done in order to facilitate peace and fulfillment within, and the ability to create a future with the lessons learned, creating it in health and happiness. So I do see forgiveness as a key component in the healing process. However, I do believe it is is profoundly misunderstood. Forgiveness is essentially a function that helps you move on from the abuse. Forgiveness is counterintuitive because it is forgiveness of the abuser, um, but it in fact is the victim who heals because of this forgiveness. So it's done in order for the victim to heal and move on. Many victims don't want to forgive their abuser because they, in a sense, want to hold on to the what was done. They feel like there was injustice done. Until justice is served, they can't forgive. However, in this case, the true one to lose is the victim because they're the only ones who stay stuck in this dynamics, in this thought process, and in pain. Abuse victims have had their power exploited. In in a sense, they've even given it away. Forgiveness helps a person take back their power. This is power that was stolen from them and manipulated without their consent. This is most specifically seen in the power dynamics of a parent to a child, which is why it is so extremely difficult to forgive a parent who exploits this very power. Forgiveness says like this, I no longer allow you to control, manipulate, and abuse that power that you had over me. I now take control and responsibility for that power over myself. 
When you don't forgive, you are essentially allowing the victim to have this power. You are giving away this power. Unconsciously, what you're saying is that I cannot move on because of an outside source, which is still having power and control over me. The hardest thing to do is to forgive yourself, however. This is because the damage done towards your life and the lives of others, which you perhaps have done to other people, you can't blame that on others. You have to, that was done by yourself. And it's very difficult to not beat yourself up, berate yourself because you quote unquote should have known better and you made those decisions. So who are you going to blame or who are you going to see as the cause of that except for yourself? Forgiveness of self is letting yourself off the hook and seeing how you were in fact victimized. Therefore, you victimized in a sense it was not all your fault. Taking responsibility is the antidote to self-blame and self-hate. As long as you don't forgive yourself, you're essentially not taking responsibility for what was done because someone else is still the one responsible and you are going to wait until they come and apologize or fix it for you to move on. And this may never happen, which ultimately keeps you stuck in those dynamics. Not forgiving your abuser holds you at the same vibration as the perpetrator. Energetically, when you're entangled with a narcissist who obviously are low vibrations, you're not by not letting them go and forgiving whatever the low vibrational experiences were, you are entangled and staying at a low vibration. Raising your vibrations becomes nearly impossible. Forgiveness allows you to let go of the hold that the low vibrations have over you and frees you up to raise your vibrations with ease, which will lead to the higher vibrations, which is abundance, peace, contentness, happiness, joy, and fulfillment. Forgiveness is a choice, and no one must forgive their abuser, but there are benefits to doing so, so I highly recommend identifying how to forgive and taking steps towards doing that as difficult as it may seem. It takes extreme courage and strength, but on the other side of it is freedom, peace, which are invaluable to you, to your life. You deserve that, and only really you can give that to yourself. There's no question that you were abused. I like to use the example if somebody were to punch you in the face, they would be the perpetrator, but you still have the bruise. You still have the broken arm. You need to take yourself to the doctor and heal. That is your responsibility. Once you do get to a place where you feel safe, where you are not under attack, and you are on the healing journey, and you feel like the threat is no longer, it is in your best interest to let go of the abuser's power that he had over you or she had over you because without doing so, you are going to have difficulties moving on and manifesting healthy relationships. What ends up happening is, is oftentimes we repetition compulsion, that very impulse of wanting to take vengeance and get back at the abuser on other people, perhaps future relationships, perhaps children, perhaps children. When this is the case, nothing changes and more damage is done. So healing yourself includes forgiving yourself most specifically and those who hurt you so that you can get the peace you deserve and facilitate that peace and happiness and joy and health to those around you, to loved ones, to future relationships, which is the greatest benefit that you can do for your, for your future and your life. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, and I want to offer you my services to help you move on. And forgiveness is certainly one of the hardest things you will ever do if you've been abused and exploited in this way. But I highly suggest you take it, you attempt to do what you can to resolve your past and forgive because it will lead you to happiness and fulfillment. Please do reach out. I offer a free 15-minute consultation. I'd love to chat with you and see how I can help you out. 252-696-4852. I can reach by email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com.
Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's an absolute honor, and I'm humbled to bring you this information today. I hope it resonated with you, and until next time, all the best.